With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam. I am here today to... Uh, say something that will be considered blasphemous by a great many people. Probably a lot of loyal listeners, too. Um, but that said, I stand by these comments because I've been thinking a lot about it lately. Um, I'm saying it is with a heavy heart that I'm here to report that Star Wars is not special Yes, you heard that correct. I'm here saying that Star Wars, the beloved science fiction franchise of movies, is not special anymore. And this is the kind of thing that I was, you know, thinking about a lot lately. Where it's like, why is it that the newer movies are failing to connect with audiences? Why is it that, like, The Mandalorian connects, but, like, other things don't? And part of it is, and I can say this without a a shred of uh, irony, is that, you know, The Mandalorian hits because it's, you know, it's good storytelling where the sequel trilogy, a lot of cases, don't have good storytelling. And the sequel trilogy really kind of just banks on nostalgia in a way to get people to sit in the theater. And for, like, The Force Awakens, that was enough. That was enough to, you know, to sate the audience. Like, we are... uh, We are here, and we are accepting of, uh, you know, seeing the nostalgia. But if you look outside of the United States, two countries that did not have Star Wars in the 70s and in the... 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, like, say, China, Uh, you'll see that Star Wars did not do well. And why is that? Because to them, Star Wars does not have the special place in in their hearts as it does here, and that's not a race thing or anything. It's, you know, they didn't grow up with it in the same way that people here grew up with it, and it became part of the, like, the American pop culture um, in a major way. It never really did there because they didn't have it come out in 1977 or 1999 or anything like that. Whereas, like, you had multiple generations of people who had grown up watching it. Like, when uh, when The Force Awakens came out, um, I went twice opening weekend. I went once with my college roommate um, and his girlfriend. We all, all three of us went um, opening night to see The Force Awakens. Uh, and then the next day, Saturday... Um, Oh, no, we went Thursday night and then Saturday. Because Friday I went home. And then Saturday when I got home, I went with my brother and my dad. Now, me and my brother 
we're only a year apart, so we grew up on, um, what's it called? What are you doing? Uh, we grew up on the prequels. We grew up on episodes one, two, and three, and, um, we got, we were, we watched, uh, four, five, and six, you know, before we went to one, two, and three, but, you know, to this day, like, episode three holds a very special place in my heart, um, and, uh, I know it's not the best movie, um, but to use a phrase I don't like to use, it is a guilty pleasure of mine to watch that movie, um, I, I think that, you know, if we look at broadly, you know, like my dad, um, my dad grew up and he saw, um, um, a New Hope and, you know, all that in theaters, um, when they came out back in the 70s and the 80s, uh, mostly the 80s, but, uh, late 70s, early 80s, and, um, it was, you know, a, it was a, uh, a big deal for, you know, for him, too, because it's like, this was another movie that was kind of formative for him, too, I mean, granted, at the time the first one came out, he was 12, so it's, it's still kind of a big deal for him, but, you know, it's a, uh, it was a, it was a big deal, um, so we went to see it, and, uh, my dad was disappointed, because, look, I've seen this movie before, it's just A New Hope, when we saw The Force Awakens, and it's like, well, yeah, it is, um, but, you know, so, I'm watching, like, um, some, I'm, uh, and then what happened was, as the prequels went on, as the, the sequels went on, the quality, like, look, I think the best sequel movie is The Last Jedi. It, by and far, it's the best sequel movie. Um, the worst sequel movie is, you know, The Ride of Skywalker. Um, but here's the, 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 the thing about the sequels more than anything else. Um, they get, like, as they go on, we get more and, more, like, more of the sense that... I, I talked about this a little bit last week or two weeks ago. It's going up in June, so two weeks ago. Um, where it's like, um, you know, J.J. went on his little, you know, his little thing like, oh, well, we should have had a better plan going in before the sequel. It's like, yeah, no shit. You should have planned down a trilogy before you sat out to make a trilogy. Like, that any, any you know, first-year English student will tell you that. Um, but he goes, uh, like... You know, and even me, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm the best writer on the planet, um, but I've written trilogies before, and I've done it kind of like, you know, and developed it as I was going, but, you know, there's still somewhat of a plan. There's still broad character arcs. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the topic. Um, so, when we say that Star Wars isn't special anymore, what I'm saying is, um... While Star Wars defined the blockbuster in 1977 and, you know, you know, really set out and, you know, changed the industry in a major way. Um, I was talking to my mom about it the other day and she said there was like, there was palpable excitement. Uh, I think I only, the only time I really experienced that was the day that Endgame came out. Um, I was getting an oil change. Um, and it's like I was at the mall and stuff and you could tell there was a certain excitement among people, um, and when you got to the theater, it was, the, there was an excitement in the air when you got to the theater, so, um, I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at, you know, everything we got, and it's like, if we look strictly between, you know, what happened between 2015 
and 2019 when, um, what was it, when, uh, The Rise of Skywalker came out. So if we look, bookended between, um, episodes, uh, episodes 7 and 9, what happened in that time frame? Like, think about all of the storytelling leaps and bounds that happened in that time frame. Um, and it's like, you know, we got Logan in that time frame. Like, in that time frame, like, we got a Spider-Man reboot where we where it was decided we didn't need to see Spider-Man's origin story. Like, think about that from a, from a standpoint of, you know, oh good, now it's for Think about that purely from a from a, a, a standpoint of we we as an audience are so familiar with the origin story of Spider-Man that we didn't need to see an origin movie for him to make his debut and get multiple movies in that same time frame. Like that's just baffling to me that we got to that point where we like you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe was built largely within that not largely within that time frame because it did start out in 2008 and then it's like you know the first Avengers was in 2012 and. Um, it's like, the, the problem is, it's like, you know, we look at, you know, we, like, we, if we look at, like, everything that's, like, the Fast and the Furious movies have evolved from racing to heist, and it's like, we, if, we, if we lengthen it out, we can see that, like, you know, it, like, over the course of the, the 15 years, um, between, you know, Revenge of the Sith and, um, the Rise of Skywalker, things changed, and, you know, we as moviegoers are more discerning in what we want, and what we, you know, we want to see in our movies, and because of that, we, we feel the, uh, what's it called, we are, we don't just accept what's, you know, what's given to us, oh, this is good, which to an extent in the past we did, Whereas, like, there were, you know, shitty movies that were accepted. And the thing is, like, I love Star Wars. Um, I consider um, Empire Strikes Back to be one of the greatest uh, sequels of all time. I love that movie without a shred of irony. And it's like, like, last night, like, I'm, the day I'm recording this, um, the night before I watched Empire Strikes Back, just as I wanted to watch a comfort movie, um... I watched Empire Strikes Back last night, and it's like, it, it holds up, it holds up very well, and it's, you know, if, if we look back at, like, you know, what Star Wars is, it's not a complex story or anything like that, but now we kind of expect complex stories, we expect more, so just coming up here and showing us, you know, a mountain of nostalgia, yeah, it'll work once, and it'll, you know... Like, we, we, like, if we're going to go to a movie, we want to see groundbreaking effects, which the Star Wars movies were not great at doing. Like, if you look at, like, Rogue One, the visual effects on Leia, and um, visual effects on, um, what's it called, uh, Tarkin, and the visual effects on Luke and Leia in, um, what's it called, in... Uh, Rise of Skywalker. They're not great. They leave a lot to be desired. And um, the de-aging tech, especially when you compare them to, you know, Marvel Studios, which is a sister company of Lucasfilm. Um, it's like, you know, we, we expect more. We expect more from our, 
um, from our from, from what we see. And it's, you know, Avatar made $2 billion just looking really cool. Um, Avengers Endgame made $2 billion um, with outstanding visual effects for the most part. Not the entire way through, but, you know, for the most part, outstanding visual effects. And on top of it, like, you know, there's also, um, you know, culmination of 21 movies worth of stories that were told over the course of 10 years. And, like, that's a feat of storytelling. Um, we've gotten to the point where they rebooted Harry Potter, and we'll do another episode about why that didn't work. But when when you reboot Harry Potter and that fails... Because the story isn't great. But, you know, and it doesn't feel right. And it's like, the look and feel is all there, but, you know, it the story isn't matching what we expect. So even that fails. Like, you can't say that it's not the story that matters. And, and no, we're just holding Star Wars to the same standard we held everything to. We hold everything else to. It's like... You know, I might watch Logan tonight now, because I, I got Logan on my mind, and it's such a great movie, and I, uh, I, I, that's another movie that I guess, I, I, I will watch that any day of the week, and it's, it, because it's just, it just so wonderfully sums up what was going on in those, in the X-Men movies, and it, it does very well, and it's like, you know, if we look at, like, other Star Wars things that are well-received, it's like the Clone Wars, like, had... Uh, the finale of the Clone Wars had some of the best, like, hands down, of the, um, of the sequel era, of the Disney era, from 2014, let's say, to 20, um, to, to, to the present. I would say the Clone Wars TV show ending has the best, um, is the best moment, with Vader finding Ahsoka's lightsabers at the fallen ship with all the, uh, what's it called? With all the things, the uh, with all the uh, the clone helmets on the on the rifles, and that shot of the clone helmet and watching Vader walking away, because it's you know that moment where it's like this is the entire Clone Wars were to get us two things, gave us two things, a lot of dead clones and Darth Vader, and it just perfectly encapsulates everything that that show you know, led to, and everything that, you know, that whole era was about, and it's, you know, it does a better, and it, because it's side by side with Revenge of the Sith, and, you know, it, it takes place at the same time, it works very well, um, and I think that, like, that's part of what the sequels didn't do, it's like, the nostalgia that the, the Filoni shows bank on is not outright giving you the same moments again. Um, which is kind of what J.J. tried to do in a lot of cases. Um, but they, uh, what's it called? Um, it, it's, it's, they, what, what they do is they, they reframe moments. And they show you things that, like, the, the ending of Rogue One works because it reframes how we see A New Hope. Whereas, like, if you watch, you cannot, after watching Rogue One watch Star Wars the same way. Because of how fundamentally it changes the framing of the movie. You cannot, after watching... You know, I, I was watching Empire Strikes Back last night, like I said, and it's like I watched The Rebels, and it changed the way I watched it in a good way, where it's like, you know, 
that like and it really gave me an appreciation for rebels where it's like it gives you this you know you spent so much time with the rebel alliance and all of that that you you feel like you get this feeling that you know this is you know the this is a re- a regular thing for them this hiding out you know building a base and getting ready to leave on a moment's notice this is a regular thing for them um so it adds a little a level of urgency to that opening um but you know that's where star wars really excels now uh and that's why the sequel trilogy ultimately failed and i'm hoping that patty jenkins can do a better job with um episode with uh rogue squadron um so we'll wrap up there for today um magicians this week and i have not picked a movie yet for this week um because i'm recording this in advance just so i have it you know set up and i don't have to worry about it but we will be back with more stuff later this week so until then have a great rest of your week Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.